So everyone has been having a different experience about their life during this isolation. And one of my really unusual day-to-day activities is going for a you know, jerk session with my parents very early this morning. It was quite odd and you know I, I, I really didn't feel comfortable. Like I just wanted to sleep. <laughs> and you know the whole family got me like hey 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 come and lead this old exercise training and i'm looking like my father like you really jog <laughs> oh, oh i guess this is what the isolation can cause well hello everyone welcome back to voice for her uh, my name is shone tosin and i am your host so today we'll be talking about something very very unusual we'll be talking about an in-depth revelation on the activities of boko haram in nigeria so for our listeners that don't really know about Boko Haram, so I'll be giving a short break, a brief breakdown on um, Boko Haram. So Boko Haram simply means Western learning is forbidden. So it is coined from the Hausa language, which is a language in Nigeria. Um, Boko Haram is a Nigerian Islamist militant group made up of dispersed cells and factions in the northeast of the country. So this is a jihadist terrorist organization based in the northeastern Nigeria. They are also active in Chad, um, Niger, <coughs> and some northern parts in Cameroon. So this terrorist organization was founded in 2002 by Muhammad Yusuf, and the group has been led by his deputy, who happens to be Abu Bakr Shekau since 2009, after the death of Muhammad Yusuf in um in the prison in the northern part of Nigeria, um, Bonun to be precise. So, Boko Haram is responsible for the death of um, tens of thousands and um, displaced over 2.3 million for their homes. And Boko Haram was one time the world deadliest group according to um, Global Terrorism Index. But is that, uh, that is not really our story for today. Let's move on to the bone of contention. So, as at 2014, during the tenure of Good Luck Jonathan Ebili, who happens to be the um, president of Nigeria then, Boko Haram killed over 6,600 Nigerians in 2014. That same year, the group um, carried out mass abduction, including the kidnapping of... Um, 276 schoolgirls from Chibox. So this, I think, this prompted our um, president to hire a private military contractor, uh, which uh, who is Ibombalo. But before we go into that, Al Jazeera posted a very distinct interview with Ibombalo. In the year, uh, in the year 2020, in, uh, in the year 2020, and month of January, that is 5th of January, year 2020. This interview is really jaw uh, dropping, and you can go online, you know, check more and um, get your whole mind blown up due to the facts and the hidden truth. Or let me just use the hidden dark truth that you will discover. So in the year 2014, our then president, who hired Ibombalo, 
Ibambalo owns uh, is the chairman of Specialized um, Tax Training Equipment and Protection International, which is a private army that, according to Balo, has operated throughout Africa and beyond. So, um, Ibambalo said uh, he was also behind another similar company that shut down in 1998 called Executive Outcome. And one of the work of Ibn Balo in, uh, in Africa, you can find one of his um, um, expertise in Congo, in Syria alone, to name a few. So he's a retired lieutenant, but he owns a private military uh, company. So Ibn Balo with General Azubike worked together in Nigeria. To bring down to cut the road to totally kill the fire the activities the structure the organization of the terrorist group Boko Haram in Nigeria that was in year 2014 but I wonder you know we never really got this on the news we, we, we hardly know about it I guess these are one of the dark truths of Nigeria which just surfaced online this year thanks to Al Jazeera for that so in the interview Balo claimed that after three months of hard work with the Nigerian um, army and I think our Air Force, they were able to almost cut down, to almost cut down the activities of Boko Haram in uh, three to four months, according to the interview. So, all of a sudden, it was getting it was getting to the action period. According to his claim, due to international interest from the United um, United States of America, they collided with the aspirant then, which happens to be Buhari. According to the interview, they collided with Buhari, and they formed a new agreement, which was to terminate the already existing contract between Nigeria and Ibombalo to bring down Boko Haram. This insurgency was used as a campaign um, focus by Buhari and he also uh, exposed that this whole election process was um, funded by the, United, um, by the United States. I hope you are all following. This, these are one of the dark truths of um, Nigeria as a whole. So this got me wondering, is this Boko Haram Islamically inspired or is it just used as a um, political tool? You know, political tool to like embezzle money. And you know, when there is war, there's profit. So there's profit for US, we get to buy the guns, the gain. And then there's also profit for our leaders who have um, excuses, who have um, something to lie about, you know, we spent this amount trying to get equipment, trying to bring in experts, you know, to come and uh, assist us with the fight against Boko Haram. But this really got me wondering, like, is, uh, are the government really caring about us? Do they really want to um, protect us? Or we are just another tool that is meant to be used? find out so during the interview um, Ibn Balo stated that 
Boko Haram would have been completely cut off the surface of Nigeria. You know, the whole route would have been removed if they had been permitted to work for two to three months longer, which they were not. And um, in fact, there were several reports as of two weeks ago. I think sometimes in March, we had some videos were surfacing online that um, the Nigerian army, which we would like to withhold their name, reported they lamented that they received signals to stop the attack on Boko Haram. And I'm like, can we really, you know, um, destroy the old Boko Haram train? Like, we claim to be the giant of Africa. Surprisingly for us, surprisingly, which is also disappointing to us as a country, Chad, Chad, yes, the same Chad we all know, you know, sharing the border, sharing the border with Nigeria, that small country. They were able, they were able to destroy um, Boko Haram's warehouse. Boko Haram's warehouse in Chad in just three days, 72 hours, as of April, April 5, which happens to be today. You know, we can see news floating online where their president, President Idris, led the um, Chadian troops to attack Boko Haram's in... Um, in their country and i'm like wow such bold move you know from the, from a whole president to lead the troops into the lion's den and a whole lot of sophisticated weapons were acquired and i wondered why can't nigeria you know go through the same phase at least we are bigger than chad we have much more than chad but i guess this is nigeria and this is one of our dark truths. Maybe our leaders are actually sponsoring the Boko Haram terrorist group. Nigeria um, allocation for Ministry of Defense is $2.41 billion for year 2020. Why Chad annual budget for 2020 is just $2 billion? You know what that means? The allocation for defense in Nigeria is more than annual budget of Chad that busted Boko Haram. In 72 hours well I guess um, Boko Haram is a blooming business in Nigeria for our politicians so we'll be releasing more mind-blowing facts and details in our next episode well I hope we've been educated we've been um, oh. I guess we're all, we all heartbroken like I am right now after finding out about this. But once again, my name is um, Shoni Tosin. I am your host for Voice for Her. Remember to drop your message at the message button. Just click on it and then record your voice. You know, express whatever you feel so I can tend to your questions in my next episode. And I hope to re- uh, re- release some more facts in the next episode. So take care and stay safe. Please don't move around. Stay at home. Bye.